This episode is brought to you by Shank at Golf. Do you ever see a fellow competitor on the course that completely sucks, but they're always surrounded by beautiful women out there? Well, more than likely, they went to shankatgolf.com for their apparel needs. These guys offer extremely high-quality clothing, hats, beanies, bags, anything that will keep you looking sexy out on the course. Use code FOUL44 at checkout and receive 15% off your total order. Keep my eye on you out there and get to shankatgolf.com today. It is Sunday, July 30th. August is just around the corner. This is another episode of the Foul Language Podcast. We are super excited to be here. Big news story coming out of the NFL. Jonathan Taylor requests a trade. And tonight uh, it has came out that the Colts are looking like they might put him on the non-football injury list. Uh, that means he will not get a salary for this upcoming season. Let's throw it over to my co-host, Mr. Alex Stanley. How are you, brother? I've been hanging in there. How have you been doing? Doing all right, man. This is a lot of a lot of crazy stuff. The off season is starting to heat up, so it is time we are back in this studio rambling muy, about sports. Muy caliente. I uh, I'm super excited to be here. What are you thinking about this whole Jonathan Taylor situation? There's a lot of things to cover, but we got to start right here because this is probably the biggest news in sports right now. Well, this wouldn't be the first time that we've had some interesting things to say about Jim Irsay, but Jim Irsay's an idiot. Now, if you want to get into the whole running back market thing, that's that's one thing. But as far as I can tell, Jonathan Taylor's the best player on the Colts team, and by far, and I don't think there's no question. Mm-hmm. I mean, with with the with the you know, it's a very young team, even with Jonathan Taylor. I mean, if if it pans out with Anthony Richardson, I mean, he You've could seen some of them throws. He's been making. I've also heard a lot of bad stuff yeah. out of training camp. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, with the the market for running backs is where it's setting right now. I mean, this doesn't surprise me, and I think that there's going to be some sort of cataclysm that happens from this with the whole NFL. I mean, the, these running backs: Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook. You know, Saquon got his deal. There's still a lot of free agent running backs out there. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I think that all Indianapolis fans were really hoping this wasn't going to happen. Yeah, bad news for, for Colts fans out there, uh, especially after the year they had last year. And as bad as they struggled, you you got to hope for – I mean, they've done pretty well in the draft. What still confuses me to this day, though, and, and from what I've heard, Jonathan Taylor is going to want somewhere around $16 million a year. Which that's, is that's just not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. No, there's not a running back in the NFL that's going to make that. In my opinion, the best running back right now is Christian McCaffrey, and he's making what twelve, twelve seven, twelve point uh, seven million. I mean, for the battered NFL running back market, I think about thirteen is, is max for anybody. Right. Well, you look at Bijan Robinson; he will be the highest paid running back in the league this year at thirteen point two million dollars on see, a rookie that's, deal. That's where I was. This is what I was trying to tell you the other day, or I can't remember if it was you or who it was, but like Isaiah Pacheco, right? Got drafted in the seventh round. Okay, he's going to be the starting running back for the Kansas City Chiefs this year. He's in on the league minimum deal. He can't opt out of that. So five years on this rookie deal, he's going to be 28 years old by the time that he can negotiate a deal. By that time, nobody's going to pick him up. Nobody, he's not going to be worth a, a big contract. Right. Well, you look at look at the deal with Jonathan Taylor. I mean, and I understand he's still on his rookie contract too, um, but by the time that contract is over, I mean that's the age now that we're saying now we're 
We don't need running backs. You're old yeah, now. He's old. he's 24 years old. But that's been proven time and time again with the exception of Adrian Peterson. There's a pretty big cliff that, that you reach when you hit 28 years old. There is. Yeah, I mean, unless you're built like some kind of statue, like some kind of golden like god. Adrian <laughs> like I mean, Adrian, Adrian Peterson was the last one that I mean, he defied it. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's very interesting. It's, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how the market heats up, you know, as time gets closer. Uh, more uh, other big news from the league. Uh, Jalen Ramsey going to be out, it looks like, for a while. Um, going to be missing some time with a uh, meniscus injury. Menis- That's right. So very, very upsetting as Dolphins fans, to say the least. Um, but, you know, when you when you look at it, you look at this secondary, it's basically w- Brandon Jones is back. Um Cater Kohu played like a stud. Drafted Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Looks like he's going to be a right, a, a good, a solid piece. Probably what they had envisioned was Cam Smith taking over for Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey, being the two guys there in the future. Uh, I mean, it, it is very upsetting, but in the NFL, you got to have that next man up mentality, and I think that's what the Dolphins are trying to embody. And Jalen Ramsey's got a good attitude about it, and. and uh, it's upsetting, but injury's part of the game. You gotta, you gotta overcome that. That's for sure. It it, it sucks. I mean, the the timeline for Jalen Ramsey right now is looking like somewhere around December, probably. December, yeah. So, um, that's a long time. But you know, the first thing he said was on Twitter was, you know, that that late playoff push is going to be intense or whatever. So. I really, I really think, uh, and I don't want to dwell on the Dolphins too much. I don't want to be a fanboy show, even though, you know, we do love the Dolphins. I am a fanboy. No, I, I feel good. Uh, I mean, early on, first show back before the season really gets into it. uh, You know, we're gonna go over a lot. We're gonna hit a lot of fantasy. We're gonna hit a lot of uh, news. We're gonna hit a lot of opinions. Um, We're gonna see where the show goes. this one may suck, but it feels good to be back in the studio. It feels right, right. It does feel right. It feels, it feels right. right. And hopefully it sounds right. New equipment. Um, we have upgraded soon to be a new studio. How, how are you feeling about that? I think it'll be Bonita. Bonita? You Bonita. feeling Bonita? I feel pretty Bonita. <laughs> feeling Bonita about it. Well, let's get into it. Let's just deep dive into it, then let's start. In the world that one of the only sports that really matters going on right now, uh, baseball. What's going on? Where Max Scherzer getting traded to the Rangers? Are the Rangers going to make a late push here? Uh, God, and and can can they do it? You know they're the statistically, which surprisingly we've we've seen how the Braves have been playing, but right now the Rangers are the the they've scored the most points on offense in in all of the MLB right. Yeah, I mean they're they're looking they're looking fresh. I mean their their sticks are are on it right now. I mean that's it's been impressive, and the uh, rich got richer. I think. Yeah, I mean, well, it was huge for Scherzer to waive his his no trade clause to go to a team like this. That that kind of tells you. I mean, Max Scherzer's not, you know, he's he's not a nobody. He's been around for well, a long time, he, and, and he bring, knows he'll bring some. I think some steadiness to that team and and bring some of that that veteran that mentality in there and i think it'll be good i mean as a as a fan of the game 
you're you're glad to see some other players going outside of the Dodgers, you know, because it seems like for so long all your people have been going well, there. You've seen they just they just made the deal with the with the White Sox. They got Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly from the White Sox. The Dodgers did, did. they really? Yeah. I must have missed that. Yeah. So but Joe I, Kelly's back. In I'm going to tell you something you call them baseball. Okay. Your boy in Cincinnati. Oh, Ellie De La Cruz! My God, I'm telling you, he's in a slump right now, though. But that dude has got some wheels on him. He does, man. man. It is he... insane. Did you see him steal home? Yeah. Have you seen how many times he's beat out ground balls to first? It's insane. Yeah. I've never seen it's, it done it's like insane. that. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's and watching crazy. him run it is very fun. It really it, is. It's exciting. Yeah. And he's so big too. You know, he's like six four. Is he really? He's huge. Yeah. He's a big dude. Now watching him play baseball is fun. I mean, it's. It's exciting getting these guys back into. I mean, going to sound like a fanboy again. Go Braves, drop on baby. But I mean, the the way that the Braves are playing right now, it's. I'm glad they've slowed down a little bit. As crazy as that sounds, I am too. I told you that that I feel like we need to go through some adversity here yes. to get. Because you you don't want to peak too early. You want to start peaking about mid September is right. when you want to start that climb to the top and. So many times in baseball, more so really than any other sport. I mean, we've seen it a few times in football and basketball where teams start really going. But teams that dominate the regular season in those sports usually, with the exception of the Warriors, right. you know, win. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, want the Braves to go through it a little bit. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I, but leading up to this little bit of a lull that they're in right now, Watching that team was the most exciting baseball I've watched in a very long time. Oh yeah, it has been. It's been a fun year, and it, it's it's a fun time. I mean, the Braves are built to last. That's the thing. This Absolutely. isn't going to be just a one and done. And you know, I, I think uh, Tampa Bay is another one that's going to be a team that's going to be around for a while. Yes. And uh, it's a good time because the Yankees suck. I love it. The, the Red Sox suck. suck. The Mets suck. Yeah. It's, uh, you know what's crazy? Baltimore. Baltimore is a damn good baseball team right now. They, You know, I told you that the rumor had been that they were going to move to Nashville. Really? Uh, the Orioles, yeah, that that was the rumor. They had they had been having some problems with the park up there or something, and, you know, they were going to move to Nashville. So, I mean, I would love to see a team go to Nashville. Absolutely. But it's, I think you want to keep them up there. Yeah, it's uh, – you know, it, that's kind of a historical club. It's a historical ball club. I mean, and and when they're on, Cal Ripken. yeah, yeah. When when they're Brooks Robinson, when they're on, man, they are. A, it's it's good for baseball when Baltimore's good. It is just like it is when the Yankees are good. But nobody wants to see the Yankees. Yeah, good. It's a pretty girl down there. I wonder <laughs> if she goes out with one of the Yankees. <laughs> the Yankees. No, so I, I mean, how closely are you going to be following Otani chasing Aaron Judge last year? I mean. He's realistically, I don't think he can. Do you don't it. think he can do it? Not somebody like him. I mean, you got to think what all this guy's asked to do on, on a give, you know, in a given week, how much he's asked to do. And I, as good of an act, because basically what I bull, what Otani's been able to do this season is to like what Steph Curry does, right? And eventually, it's gonna it's gonna hit you, I think. Well, I mean, we seen well, three days ago he pitched a complete game and hit two home runs. It, it's, it is almost to the point where you're like, this guy is so good 
that we talked about this last year during the football season where Patrick Mahomes is, like, so good. You just – it doesn't really shock you anymore. He's just that good. Steph Curry's that good. Nothing they can do construction. No, Tony's on that level. Right. Nothing that man could do would be like, I can't believe he done that. That dude could do anything. Right. He's the Asian Superman. He really is. Yeah, he really is. So, uh, odds have changed, um, and apparently – he he's leading the MVP votes right now. I don't know how he couldn't be. Right. So when when apparently he wasn't up until this game where he pitched a complete game, um, and since then the odds have changed for him to stay in Los Angeles. I've seen Angeles. that. Apparently there wasn't a whole lot of serious interest. I mean, how much would you have to get knowing that you can't trade away draft picks? Right. How many prospects are you going to have to give up? How what all are you going to have to give up? I mean, look at somebody like Baltimore, for instance, that has such a young team right now. They would have to give up so much. Gunnar Henderson, Jackson Holiday, all he, these prospects. Otani would be right back in the same situation. Exactly. A different one. Exactly. You, you do hope, though, that the, his career don't get squandered out there. That yeah. they're able to do something. If they're going to keep him, you want them to bring in some guys. You know, I, I, I thought with I'd heard some rumors about Verlander leaving. And I thought, what a what a good move that would be for them to bring somebody like him in there. Absolutely. Get, get some guys cheap that you can get cheaper now. Get them in there and let's let's get him some games. Going. Absolutely. Let's get some excitement out there. Absolutely. I, I mean, at, at what point do you also say, well, I, you, we have to choose here. It's Mike Trout or it's Shohei Otani. And what do you do in that situation? You'd have to take Otani because of the Right, and and the 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 two way player, it's it's not it, you don't see it anymore. No, you don't, and that's what worries me about him out there. And that's because it's been the whole thing with Mike Trout. It's like he's so good. He's a generational player. He's, I mean, he's could one have been of the, the best ever. Could play. have been, and he still go down as one of the best. But his career's just ruined him. Right. I mean. You know, in a sense, I guess you And say. isn't that crazy, being a Los Angeles Mario? I understand the Dodgers. Historically, it's it's the Dodgers, right? Yeah, it's it's like, it's like it's the Yankees. The Mets will always be the stepbrother to the Yankees, no matter what, right? Just like the Angels will always be the stepbrothers to the Dodgers. If you were in New York, though, would you be a Yankees or a Mets fan? <laughs> you know, looking back through the day, Keith Hernandez. Keith Hernandez. Yeah, all these nice guys. Nice game, pretty boy. <laughs> it must have been one magic look. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Probably, I mean, if I had to choose, knowing what I know now, it would be historically a Yankees fan. Well, what about you? I always go against the grain. I would probably be a Mets, Mets fan, fan, but I would be unhappy about it. I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm excited. I think baseball's been overall. This has been one of the better years we've had. Agreed. So far. I mean, let's just face it. You got to sit through a five-hour game. I think the changes that they've made to the game have been positive for the I most agree. part, and I, I think it makes it more enjoyable. And maybe, and I think the biggest thing is the age demographic that they're going after. They're wanting to get younger people interested in the game because if you don't play. There's not that many baseball fans out there. Right. And I think so I think overall it's been a good year. I think baseball, MLB should be pretty tickled with the way things are going right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Speaking of being tickled with the way things are going, how's the golf game looking? Be honest. It's all right. My golf game? Yeah. I mean, are how how's it? T- give us a little rundown. How's it been going? Learning. I mean, I, you know, I was in a good mood. You just brought me down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you brought me down big time. Like, the luck on your phone. I mean, I was thinking like Jordan Spieth, you know. I was thinking like, yeah. I mean, it's good. Then you brought me up. I, it's uh, golf's such a it's tough. Bitch, what was it MacGruber said? It's been one fuck <laughs> of a one fuck. fuck of a day. I mean, it, it's it's like I said this to Gage, you know, wherever you're at right now, Gage. Love, love you, you, Gage. Uh, like you do good enough one time, and then you're like, man, I love this sport. And then like it's like 18 pure months of hell just to get to that one good hit and then you're like oh okay this is all right yeah but once you get that hit it's like i am i will play golf for the rest of my life i'll never not play golf it's very it's very traumatizing it is it's fun though i mean what what have you what have you got out of it what's been your your main takeaway from from playing the few times you've gotten to play this year what have you improved on and and what are you still looking at I think if if I was saying, and, and I'm bad, but uh, if I was going to say one part of my game that I liked, I think I'm halfway decent in the short game. I think uh, hitting the ball and learning to hit the ball or learning that you don't have to drive the ball 300-plus yards to be a successful golfer, that's something that I was shocked about. I thought you had to have a huge drive, you know, repeatedly, consistently, and that's not necessarily the case. Keeping the ball in the fairway is the most important right. thing you can do. But I, I mean, I, I like golf a lot. I wanna. I wish I had more time, but it's it is a it's a slow climb. It is. What about you? You I mean you're getting better? I, I mean I've been doing all right. I'm still not better. satisfied. Uh, never satisfied. Uh, never satisfied. It's a curse. No, that's exactly right. No, I've been getting better though. I mean I've been I've been getting to play a little more than you have. I've been playing with some dudes that are really good. Um, shout out to Ben Clark. That dude's unbelievable. We played a uh, place here in East Tennessee called Graysburg Hills. That place is just gorgeous. Greaseburg man. Hills? Greaseburg, yeah. No, Graysburg Hills, it's in Chucky, Tennessee. Um, it's like PGA quality, honestly. I was I was telling you this story the other day. We, you know, we drove on par four, great drive. And we're, you know, 120 yards from the pin. And the ball sat in the middle of the fairway, and I told Ty, I was like, you know, just joking around, I said, putt it from there. And he was like, let's try it. So he putts it from 120 yards out, and these fairways are so nice and, and, and everything, so the greens are so fast, he putts from 120 yards out and gets it nine yards from the hole. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. It, it's it's you really you're, you're well-maintained. Yeah, and it makes a difference, honestly. Playing good courses makes you play better. There's no doubt about it. Well, I, I mean, you see somebody like Steph Curry, right? And it make it makes you sick almost because you're like, how the hell does he have? How does he have more time than I do? Maybe yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess when you got that kind of money, you can golf whenever you want. But That's it's, true, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just don't understand how you can how you can be, you know, probably the greatest point guard that's ever played, and then also could be a professional golfer. 
sick thing. Yeah, it really is. It is very sick. It really is. What did you did? You watch the match? Did you get to watch the match? I uh, saw the highlights of it. I'm I just gonna be. Can I be honest with you about something right now? And this is gonna be a hot take. You're not a Travis Kelsey. I player. do not like Travis Kelsey. Really? I don't like the guy. What is it? I like his brother a lot. Love I like Jason. Jason Kelsey. He seems like a real dude. Seems like a dude that you could just chill with. Travis just seems like a dick. You seen him punch? Yeah. Punch the guy the other day. <laughs> And he come out and was like, I need to be a better teammate and a leader. You think? It was a little soft. You, you think? It was a little soft. There's Man, no doubt about it. I, I just, I like Patrick Mahomes. I just don't like Travis Kelsey. I, th- I feel like Travis um, knows he's a celebrity. He's not a celebrity, though. In his mind, Taylor, he is. Did you see the show with Taylor Swift? About the earthquake? No, about him trying to give her his number, and she didn't even want it. <laughs> no. Taylor Swift's a fucking celebrity, okay? Travis Kelsey's not a celebrity. Okay. But you got to, like, he's two-time Super Bowl champion. He's been to the White House. Sonny Michelle just retired, and he's a two-time Super That's true. Bowl champion. But he's, he's been not, in the White House. Sonny Michelle is not a top two tight end of all time. You, you young kids in this Travis Kelsey infatuation. What What is different? Okay, give me the difference other than length, other than amount of time that they've done it. Are you taking Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey or Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski? Give me Tom Brady and Gronkowski. It's it's very similar to me. Rob Gronkowski was could thrive in any system in the NFL at any given time. If you took Travis Kelsey out of that system, he would be Mark Andrews. That's the that's the thing. Andy Reid makes Travis Kelsey that good. I mean, I can't argue that I, when you're looking at at their – I say top two, and I'm going to take that back a little bit. I'm going to step back on my words, and I'm going to say top three. You got you got Tony Gonzalez, Rob Gronkowski, and Travis Kelsey. I'm taking Antonio Gates over You're Travis taking Kelsey. Antonio Gates over Travis Kelsey. Did, do you not remember Oh, well, I remember Gates. watching I mean, Antonio Gates. Look, play. I know, you know Matthew will probably listen to this, and he'll, he'll, be, he'll agree with you. Gates, don't fuck but uh, I mean, he just loves Kirk Cousins. He loves Kirk Cousins. Yeah, if he he would have some smart ass comment to say about <laughs> Kirk Cousins. But I mean, y'all are infatuated with Travis Kelsey the way that young basketball players have been infatuated with with uh, LeBron. And I'm not comparing Kelsey to LeBron, but I'm saying like, like it's what have you done for me lately? And he's been really good lately. But you can't. I'm taking Antonio Gates. I'm taking Gronkowski. And I'm taking obviously Tony Gonzalez over Travis Kelsey any day. I don't look back. I take Gronk. You give me Travis Kelsey, I send it back. I, I take Gronk and Gonzalez over Kelsey. That's and maybe that's about I, it. maybe I just don't like the guy a little bit because I, I think he's like I think he's a little bit of a poser, and I, I don't know the guy. Jason seems real to me. Seems he's a dad. Maybe that's why. Maybe I just don't. I guess if me and you were the Kelsey brothers, I'd be Jason. You'd be I'd Travis. Be Travis yeah. Yeah. Well, I would be a celebrity. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a celebrity. You'd get rejected too. by Taylor Swift. You'd be, of course, you'd be fat. Would you want man. if you could give? If you could get, you know, I've seen a thing where she's like, she approached was it HBO or something about making a series about all with all her exes. Did you see that? I did see that. Like, yeah. if you could go out with Taylor Swift, would you really want to? No. I mean, she's worth like five hundred million dollars. Well, she'll she'll be a billionaire before long. Oh, she's amazing. She's already made how much money off of this tour? It's incredible. Taylor, Taylor Swift can do no wrong. I agree. Okay. I'm just not a Swifty. 
I'm just, I, I'm not, she doesn't make my kind of music. Nothing wrong with it. She's, she's fantastic. Love what she's doing. I, I love Tay, I love Tay Tay, but I, I, give me Riri, and I, you know, I could, I could really. Now she's a billionaire. I could fangirl out with this. She's, yeah. she's so successful. Oh, yeah, she really They is. all are. I mean, these are super, super successful people. Absolutely. And, yeah, but another one, I'm not a Beyonce guy. I'm not a Beyonce I, fan I either. Beyonce. I, I don't really like uh, I don't really like uh, Jay Z either. I mean, I, I like Jay Z's music. Don't get me wrong, Jay Z yeah. makes fantastic. When's the last music. time he come out with music like himself? You know, once he got into ownership in sports, I think he he just produces now. What what is this you tell me? I, I, I'm taking a step away from sports for a minute. The listeners will be proud of you. You're a newly new kid, Cuddy. Well, that's because of Matthew's wedding. Yeah. Shout out, Matthew. We haven't haven't done a podcast since then. Congrats, Matthew. Congrats on the wedding. For those of you who don't know, Matthew has been married now for a couple weeks. Yeah, a couple I guess a couple weeks. It was an unbelievable wedding. Beautiful couple. Unbe- beautiful couple. Unbelievable wedding. Had a great time, did you? I had a fantastic time. But yeah, great. and then it opened my eyes to some Kid Cuddy, and yeah. I've been jamming out to that. Uh I mean, it's uh, it's been a wild summer. It, it has been a wild summer, hasn't it? it? We have been nonstop. Yeah. yeah I feel so bad not doing the podcast. I have, but too. Uh, apologies. I miss Gage, and I miss Matthew. And, I do, too. You know, I do, too. I mean, you talk about it every day, so yeah. I haven't had the chance to miss you. Yeah, that's correct. You don't miss me. No, uh, I, I don't know. It's there's a lot to talk about. I, I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad we're back. Apologies for being gone for so Apologies long. Apologies for the hiatus. But we're back better than ever, and uh, we're bigger, ready to, better, louder. <laughs> <laughs> we're back, ready to do this thing. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back after these ads. This is a paid advertisement by a non-attorney spokesperson. Do you need a lawyer in the District of Columbia? Well, the Law Office of M.P. Chapman, P.L.L.C. will fight for your constitutional rights. As a member of the National Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers, Matthew Chapman is prepared to fight for you. All initial consultations are free and payment plans are available. Call 276-492-0671. That is 276-492-0671. Need a lawyer in D.C.? Just call me. That is 276-492-0671. All right, let me ask you a question. All right, ask me. Would you rather have diarrhea every day for a whole year or throw up twice a day for six months? Diarrhea. Really? You hate throwing up? I hate throwing up. I'm like Jerry Seinfeld. Haven't thrown up. Well, was it? Hadn't thrown up since 80, yeah. 88 or whatever. Uh, vomit free since 83. <laughs> yeah, vomit. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I hate throwing up. Yeah. I feel like, you know, like diarrhea is one of the biggest killers of humans. Like, is it really? Mosquitoes kill more people than anything else. I think diarrhea, which especially dehydration, is what you die from. Yeah. I, I also uh, I heard an interesting fact that. You know, a lot of people die on the toilet. You know, it, it got fa- it got famous from Elvis, Elvis, right? But it happens to a lot of people, especially overweight people, because they're straining so hard it makes their heart stop. It just yeah. stops. It just stops. Yeah, and they just die. And maybe a good. I'm uh, speaking of heart attacks. Man, I hate it for Bronny. Yeah. 
I do too, man. I was excited. That's, you know, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan, but obviously this stuff's bigger than sports. And absolutely, it's a shame, man. It's it's crazy. It's uh, getting bad, isn't it? It's getting very bad. I mean, um, this is this sports show, so I don't want to get off too much on the the you know different topics, but you know that something weird is going on. You know, I will say something weird. A lot of young people with with heart conditions now. Um, just very strange. It's 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 uh, it's troubling. To have you heard? I mean, I think he's out of the hospital, right? He is. Uh, yes. I mean, obviously, who cares if he ever plays again? As long as he's healthy, he's a uh, seems to be a very charismatic and good young man and hardworking. Hardworking and and I mean, who cares about basketball? But I would have liked to have seen him. Absolutely. You know, because I, I think he. I'm not going to sit here and say that he would have been his father, but I think he would have had a decent career. I think he would have, too. I mean, and, know, and it might not be over. I mean, hopefully right. it's not. Hopefully, hopefully it's not. I'd like to see it. I just want him, you know, want him because he's I think it would be so cool young, yeah. he got drafted by the Celtics, and LeBron and him went and played for the Celtics. That would give me even more. You know, I'm a LeBron hater anyway. That would be insane, wouldn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't it, or, or wouldn't it be crazy if he got drafted by the Celtics and, and Bron said, Go go have your team. On, see, I'll see you in the finals. Yeah, That'd be crazy, wouldn't yeah. it? That would be crazy. Now, <laughs> get, getting back to the sports, though, um, get into our main topic here about uh, what the fuck's going on. What is going to happen in college football this year? Everything going on. We get to see Coach Prime uh, uh, debut up in Colorado. We get to see. Georgia go for a three-peat. We get to see if Alabama can get back on the right track. What's going on in Clemson? Give me your rundown of how you think this college football season. Who are you liking? You still riding that green wave? I'm all still riding the green wave. Still riding it. Tulane, baby. I, I want them to send me some stuff. Yeah. We're, we're, we're trying. Send, we're send, trying send, send me some stuff. <laughs> you know, I, I'll promote the green wave. But, no, I mean, I'm excited. I think the I think college football – is kind of in one of those lulls where so much has changed and Georgia's been so dominant and the the national championship was such a bust last year because they dominated so strongly. It was was an embarrassment. It was an embarrassment. But, I mean, as good, they're the best team in college football. It's them in Ohio State right now. And I think that – What's going to be interesting is how many first-rounders can you lose off of a college squad and still be good. And if they're able to compete again this year after losing everything that they've lost over the past two years, I mean. How many first-round picks is it over the past two years? 14, 15? That's first-round picks. Just first-round. Those are day-one starters, too, a lot of them. We're talking George Pickens was a second-round pick. Nolan Smith was a second-round pick. Uh, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it, and my hat's off to Kirby Smart for everything that he's been able to do. Get finally getting over Nick Saban, I think that's like the that's just opened a whole new window of opportunity for him. And then it's it's good to see. Although, you know, let's let's get out of the SEC. Uh, Isn't man. it crazy that that when you when you talk about football now, and it seems it happens with everybody. If you talk about college football, it's for, you always gravitate to talking about the SEC. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, we can we can kind of get into this a little bit if you want to. You know, all the rumors are Miami's leaving, Clemson's leaving, 
Florida State's leaving to go to the SEC. Texas or Texas and Oklahoma have already left. And where does that going to leave? Where's that going to leave us? I mean, you know, Colorado just went to the. That's news. Colorado just moved is moving back to the uh, pack or the Big T, Big Twelve. I'm sorry. Uh, after this year, which is a super smart move for them. That Absolutely. was that that they were a really really good football team. And when they made that move, same thing with Nebraska. You move out of that conference and you lose your ability to recruit in some of these places, and that's 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 what's hurt them. But I mean, I'm very excited. I'm prime. That's going to be a huge headline. This whole thing with Harbaugh is he really going to miss four games over a cheeseburger? <laughs> isn't it crazy? I mean, isn't it? Isn't it just? Isn't it nutty? Uh, the, the NIL deal, the NIL situation right now, is so crazy to me. The, the news came out today that Tua Tagovailoa's brother Tallula. Tallula. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to butcher his name. But uh, did you see this? He was offered like one point six, one point seven. I think yeah. is what I seen. One from right at one point seven million. Was? I don't know. It was, was it a, Alabama. It, it was an SEC team. I, is that a Nick move? As much as he hates, I don't think it was. Would Saban do it? But let's see. Auburn. It could have been Auburn. Could have been. I could see Brian Kelly doing something like that. I could see Lane Kiffin doing that. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and to think about it in, in terms of in these terms, my top three quarterbacks going into this season, none of them are in the SEC. Can you name? Mm, yeah, I think I can because they're probably my now, top. One three of them too. used to play in the SEC. Let's see if you can get. That. Okay. Yeah, I know that. Caleb Williams. No, he's two. Oh, but he's in your top he's three. It, yeah, he's yeah. my number two quarterback. Drake May. Drake May's number one. And um, Drake May, Caleb Williams, and Jordan Travis. Bo Nix. Bo Nix. Bo Nix. Bo Nix is, uh, and, and I'm, I think, what, he's like, uh, this is his fifth or sixth year, right? Yeah. Or maybe fifth. I think he's poised to have a big year out there. In, in he, he's a dark horse Heisman candidate for yes. me. I've got Jordan Travis winning the Heisman. Though. I really? think he might be the best court. Right now it's Caleb Williams for me, and I'm excited to see. I know you're not a Caleb Williams fan. I don't mind but Caleb Williams. I'm excited to see if you if USC was for real. I mean, that loss to Tulane in the Cotton Bowl was an embarrassment for for. For everybody involved in that situation, except for, except for you, except for me, <laughs> except, except for, for you. me. But you know as well as I do that that was a. Are we going to see it out of USC again? Is Caleb Williams for USC's real? USC's a good team. They are. I, I think they are too. I think they are too. And Oregon, Oregon should be good. Bo Nix at the helm. I mean, they're always good. I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. You heard it here first. You know who's going to win the Pac-12. You the Utes. The Utes, <laughs> the man. Utes. Cam Rising coming back. That was they're huge. They're a good football team. They are a very good football team. And I've team. said it year year after year. People look at me like I'm crazy. It's like, who do, who? what team would you be scared to play? Well, used to be you didn't want to fucking play Georgia Tech when they ran that crazy style of offense. It didn't matter how good you were. It was a triple option. Triple option. Yeah. Like, they'll run the ball. They'll, you know, they'll throw the ball like four times a game. Yeah, right. <laughs> and now it's like, you don't want to play Utah. Utah are, is so physical. They're in they the SEC team. They can't win the big games, though. But they I'm saying to you, they can win the Pac-12 and get to the playoff. They can do it. Now, I'm not going to say they're going to win the national championship. But as it sets right now, I like Georgia at one, Ohio State at two. I like – probably I'd put Alabama at three. Uh, I'd have Utah at four. Um, 
I think uh, LSU is going to be really good. Florida State's going to be really good. USC is going to be good. Uh, I mean, it's it's exciting. I'm excited to see what Texas is going to do. As much as it pains me, how are you forgetting about Joe Milton and the Volunteers down in Knoxville? Okay. That team is going to – Joe Milton, let me, let me, let dark me, horse let, Heisman no, no, candidate. Let me tell you the problem I have with this, okay? They had a fantastic year last year. Absolutely they did. And I know Ty's a big Tennessee Die guy. Hard. Gage is Tennessee. Trying to convert me, by the way. But if you do, I, yeah, I would have to tender my resignation. <laughs> um, no, but so, so they had a great year last year. And I'm not going to mention any names, okay? But there's a local high school uh, here, and it's like we have no offensive identity. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to do exactly what Tennessee done last year. You think that's a good idea, Austin? Do you think that's a good idea? No. No, but you have you, you got to you got to you got to look at this team. You got to look at Joe Milton as a guy who is going to come in as a little bit of experience. I mean, when Hendon Hooker got hurt, Joe played great. If you don't have a defense and and Tennessee had a decent defense last year. If you don't have a defense that can consistently put your offense in short fields, and you if you get into a situation where you're like 20% on third down, 30% on third down, you're screwed running that type of ball. Well, let me ask you this. Let me. Uh, this is the way it seems it should break down. Okay, it, it, we're talking about a team that's in the best conference in the country, without a doubt, the best conference in the country. If you become successful and if you beat Alabama in the regular season and you go and, and you, you, you play as good as – now, they got embarrassed by South Carolina, but when you play as good as they did – I mean, he was injured. Hendon Hooker was – and there's no question about it. it and th- this year that game will be exciting. I don't want to hear it from Tennessee fans. I'm admitting they were good last year. They were good. And I'm they, admitting that they were very good. They have they, no reason not to be that good again this year. They've gotten better. Okay, the best I've ever seen that type of offense ran was when Marcus Mariota was in Oregon and, and uh, Chip Kelly was there. But you know what they had? They had guys that were in unreal shape. They put so much money into – the all this science and everything to get these guys in the best possible shape. Everybody could run the field. I'm not saying that Tennessee can't be successful like they were last year, but I'm saying the odds of them being able to repeat that on that level are not that good. It's a different type of quarterback. Joe Milton Absolutely. is a different type of quarterback, so obviously they have to change their game plan a little bit. Is he? Is he capable of doing that he can push the ball down the field he can't he's got a fucking cannon oh i'm saying can the coach there is he willing is he uh, and i like him i I remember when he played foot i remember when he played for oklahoma right i mean that's uh uh, i mean is he willing to do that that's that's the thing and what i have an issue with is if you go back to those oregon teams that ran this high-octane offense, and it was probably faster than what Tennessee ran last year. But if you do that, they were averaging a play like whatever, 15 seconds, something like that. When they play, when Oregon played Auburn, when Oregon would play an SEC team, they got destroyed because 
those guys are also able to run with you, and they they have size. And if Tennessee gets in, into their SEC schedule and they get into a situation where it's like, okay, we're down 10 points, okay, we really got to have a sustained drive here and keep our defense off the field or this thing is going to get out of hand. That's when you get in trouble with that. And all I'm saying is, if he would slow that offense down just a little bit this year to come, you know, to accommodate for Joe Milton, I think it would be better. I would like Tennessee's chances, but I just don't know if they got that. I don't know if we're going to do that. Where do you see him in the SEC? I mean, uh, third in the SEC behind Alabama and Georgia, fourth in the SEC behind I mean, LSU. If you're looking at the East, I could see him finishing second in the East. But then if you go to the West, it's like. Right, I mean, you got Alabama, you got LSU, you got A and M, who's going to be really good. You got, I mean, I guess Texas will be in the West, won't they? That they're not in it this year, right? That's going to be twenty twenty-five. Yeah, that's going to be it. But you're right. Like, I mean, Tennessee's one of those teams where you can see them winning eight or nine games, and I think that's about max. And then, I mean, they're going to hate me for this. I'm going to catch a lot of shit over this, but I mean, it's the truth. Let's be realistic here. Let's give him some time. Let's give this program some time to really establish their identity and who they are. Last year they were great, and they played ahead. They were ahead of schedule last year. Don't be surprised if you let down a little bit. This year. So we're, how do you how do you give me your top five opening up the season right now? AP, AP top five. Alex Stanley's personal top five. That's what AP. Georgia, Alex personal. Georgia, Ohio State, and. I think that part of the reason that Alabama, I would have Alabama at third. And I'm a little leery on that because of the stuff I'm hearing and reading out of the quarterback situation out of there. We're not seeing or heard of anybody really taking the next step up. But I, I'm going to go ahead and put Alabama at three. And then, man, it's, it's – uh, you know what? I'm gonna blow your mind here. I'm gonna I'm gonna put LSU at four, and then at fifth I'm gonna I'm gonna put you I'm gonna put USC in there. I'm gonna USC. put USC at five. Okay. Who'd you have at fourth? Um, I had LSU. LSU at four. Sorry, I was looking. It looks like um, uh, as of eight days ago, it seems like the battle for the quarterback spot in Alabama was between Jalen Milrow and Ty Sampson. Yeah, and and you. As an Alabama fan, you probably would really hope Ty Simpson would step in there and get that job. That's what you were banking on. And everything I've heard is that they've played decent, but nobody has become that guy. And that was, you said, eight days ago. I mean, we're coming up on it. So you, you need your guy to be your guy. But you that. know as well as I do, aside from the past five to six years, Bama has never had fantastic quarterback play. No, but they, they've had guys that don't turn the football over and that make big plays when when it counts. Right. And if that's all you're asking, and I've heard rumors, oh, Nick Saban's wanting to get back to Alabama football, running it down your throat, controlling the line of scrimmage, and, you know, really your, your big plays come off of play action. They're not going to drop back. They're not going to run out of shotgun a lot. And if they do get back to that, then you, you got some time to for your quarterback to adjust in the regular season. And you don't have to be like, oh, my God, I'm freaking out because we don't have a guy at the start of the season. 
I mean, you remember when they won the national championship that year? Uh, I can't remember the kid. It was like that. It was a battle at the beginning of the year, and it kind of went back and forth to who was going to start. And I mean, Nick Saban's Nick Saban. I mean, let's just be honest with you. Uh, and and I think that all things considered, Alabama's still one of the best teams in the country, and will continue to do so as long as he's there. Will continue to be so as long as he's there. But I mean, we're going to get some answers early. Right, I mean, uh, Notre Dame and Ohio State play week one. It's going to be a great game. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Texas and Alabama play early in the year. I think they week one. I think they is open up Texas and Alabama, yeah. So, I mean, and Texas should have beat Alabama mm-hmm. last year. Now, this is going to be Texas without Bijan. But, you know, I remember watching that game. I was If Quinn off. Ewers wouldn't have got hurt, Alabama, or Texas would have won that game. I, I think yeah. there's no – the way he was playing – and that's that's a question I have, and, and then we'll try to try to get it over to the NFL a little bit. Who, I, I mean, how long does Quinn Ewers have knowing that Arch is is knocking on the back door? Everything Giggity. I've heard, he's knocking on the back door. Uh, everything I've heard says, you know, Quinn Ewers is really the guy. Like he, it's not even a question. So I don't I don't think unless there's an injury or he just comes out and is playing really bad. I don't even think you question it that it's Quinn Ewers' team. Yeah, and I, mean, I, I look for the kid to have a good year. Highest-rated quarterback prospect, I think, of all time. Um, had the highest score coming out of high school for, for a quarterback. So, I mean, he graduated early to go to Ohio State. Yeah. You know, so the, the kid's got to be he's, – he's got to be something. I'm excited to watch, you know, that brand of football this year. See, real fast, who's your top five? Well <laughs> – it's probably changed a little bit if Harbaugh's going to mess those four cheeseburger games. But, uh, you guys want some cheeseburger? <laughs> Come on, man, buy some cheeseburgers. No, uh, I, mine's pretty similar to yours. Uh, I do have Tennessee opening up in the top five, probably around five. Um, four, I can agree with LSU being there. Um, three, Probably uh, Ohio State, I would imagine, Alabama at two, Georgia at one, or Ohio State at two, and Alabama at three. Somewhere around there, very similar. I just feel like I I have a different opinion on Tennessee, and you know I'm not a Tennessee fan. I've talked a lot of shit about Tennessee. But I really believe that Josh Heupel might be the guy, and Joe Milton might be a dark horse candidate for Heisman. They've got a lot of talent coming in. They've done very well recruiting. Um, they're getting younger and, and, and better, it seems like, on both sides of the ball. Uh, Going to be producing a lot of talent out of the SEC, as always. But what we want to talk about now is the talent that's already made it to the big show. I want to talk about these rookies for a minute. Um, you know, there's a, a, lot of, a lot of names floating around. We had two quarterbacks go very early in the draft this year. We got to talk about what Houston pulled off in the draft. We got to talk about uh, what's going to happen in the NFL this year. Um, and let's start off up in the Northeast with the one, the only, Aaron Rodgers and those New York Football Jets. What's going to happen up there? How long is Garrett going, Wilson going to be out? Let's start with that. It's a low ankle. Sprain, right? Better Which, than a high. It's better sprain. than a high ankle sprain, and that's I think the recovery time for that is less significant. Obviously, you don't know, but 
Um, I, I'm just going to be honest, and I've, I've had a lot of discussions with people who disagree with me on this, but they're going to be really good, and I think you disagree with me. Not they're as much anymore. Good. And all I'm saying is when, when it was like, we're going to give up our house, our pets, our children, everything that we own to get Aaron Rodgers. We're going to completely leverage our future out there to get Aaron Rodgers. I was thinking, well, you got two years to win the Super Bowl. And then I got to thinking about that. Sauce Gardner, Reese Hall, Garrett Wilson, Quinn and Williams. Uh, I mean, it's like they have drafted very, very well to get to this point. And you give them a guy like Aaron Rodgers who knows how to win, knows how to be successful in this league, and I don't see why they can't win a Super Bowl. A quarterback like Aaron Rodgers takes all the questions away from coaches like Robert Sala. And I know you're a Robert Sala fan. I like Robert Sala. But the question is still there, you have to admit, is he capable of being a head coach in this league? Well, what you just said is very true because you got a head coach on the field now. And I think that as bad as it pains me to say this, because I think that the Dolphins are going to be very good, the Bills are obviously going to be very good, I don't think that you want to see the Jets in the playoffs, and especially if you got to go up there. And I think that it's going to be one of those things where they're either going to win a Super Bowl or they're going to suck. It's going to be one of the two. And you, you like to look at it and think, man, Sauce Gardner really is that good. Well, we don't know yet. He was really, really good last year, really good in college, fine young man, very intelligent young man. But it's like, is he is he really are we are he's, we are we looking good. back are we thinking like this is Darrell Rivas again I mean is this what we're thinking He's that good I don't think there's no question about it We've seen the stats coming out of Cincinnati We knew what he done in college and we said is there any way he can shut these guys down in the NFL And he did Well he's going to be put to the test <laughs> without a doubt There's there's no question about it And you you know, iron sharpens iron, right? Going up against Garrett Wilson every day in practice is the best thing that could have ever happen to Sauce Card. I mean, you're looking at the dude was probably, he was a top three wide receiver in the NFL last year. Maybe top five, somewhere in there. But, uh, you know, as long as this injury doesn't hold him back, there's no reason Garrett Wilson with Aaron Rodgers can't be right back at top three, top five wide receiver in this league. Well, and the thing that, that, you know what I'm, what I'm trying to get at here. We disagree slightly on the greatness of Aaron Rodgers. I got Aaron Rodgers way, way up there. Okay, I think I told you. Top that. five. You said yeah. top five. I, and I, I stick to that. I stick to that. I have seen that man make throws that no other quarterback that has ever played could throw. And that's the truth. You, you can't. The, the throw against the Cowboys in the playoffs a few years ago, and you know the one I'm talking about where he's rolling, it's the best throw I've ever seen in the game of football. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't argue it. I, I have Aaron Rodgers up there, probably top eight for me, around seven, eight probably. Oh. 
but I, I can't argue his greatness, and that's what's scary, you know, when Maybe I was just being foolish. Probably was a fool. But when he first your track record for picking quarterbacks, quarterbacks I'm not. You're, you know, you're you're you're, you're suspect. Yeah, I when am. I am. I still don't like Justin Fields, but we'll get around to that in a minute. Um, I was also right about Josh Rosen. Give me my props on okay, that. Okay, you got Josh <laughs> Rosen right. You better. I'll give you that one. So you want to go into your greatest? No, hits? no, no, no. I do not want to talk about it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> No, I, I think having Aaron Rodgers, when he first got traded to the Jets, I said, same thing you said, well, they've gave up their entire future. We have to worry about the Jets now for this year and next Two year, years. and that's it. If they don't win, they're done. Well, he restructures his contract. They're going to sign Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook's going to be in that backfield with Brees Hall. They're going to have Garrett Wilson. They're going to have Alan Lazard. They're going to have all these guys. This offense is going to be high-powered. And I want you to think about this. If Mac Jones figures it out and plays like we know Mac Jones can play again this year, we know that offense is a little suspect, but it's Bill Belichick. If Mac Jones can play football, Bill the Belichick can fix it. Really, can fix really it. Good. Yeah, the defense is unbelievable. Honestly, tell me, aside from the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles and maybe the San Francisco 49ers, you take those top three teams, the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, and the New York Jets, okay? Put them up against any team in the NFL right now. Who do you feel comfortable saying they can beat any three of those teams? Who do I feel comfortable That's not Kansas City. That's not Philadelphia. Cincinnati. That's not San Francisco. Cincinnati? Cincinnati. So, uh, See, you left Cincinnati out. Cincinnati, in my opinion, is the most complete team in football. And that's with a healthy Joe Burrow. Well, they're uh, without Eli Apple now. <laughs> How will they ever survive? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. If you look at the, the, the teams that should be really good, you know, the the Ravens, Chargers, Chargers Jacksonville, uh, I mean, Denver. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, Denver's going to be good. Do the Jets and the Broncos play each other this year? Yes. Did you Do see what really? Aaron Rodgers yes. said today? Yeah. No. Aaron Rodgers come out and said that he cannot wait after what Sean Payton said about the oh, Hackett. God, he that said game. that he cannot wait, basically. He called Sean Payton out and was like, you know, you're going to see. You're going to see. I can't wait for that game. But that's like, I mean, I mean, you're talking about Russell Wilson, right, who's a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Okay. Sean Payton's a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Jerry Judy's fantastic. Great. Uh, Cortland Sutton. Great. And then uh, the young kid. I I'm telling you, man. The uh, I can't remember his name. The wide out there. Um, had a couple really good catches. KJ Hamler. No, it's the. I can't remember his name. Anyway, they they got some talent on that team. Well, we're also forgetting. Um, his name has completely slipped my mind. The running back that had the ACL injury last year that has been so good. ACL tear. ACL tear. Uh, what's his name? You know who I'm talking about. He came from – he's the running back at Denver. Oh, uh, yeah. He's it's that, Last year was his second year. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyways, you know who out I'm talking side, about. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Um, they, they got a great offense. They got a great – then they don't have a bad defense either. They don't have. And going up and playing there is not easy either. That, no. They play in an extremely difficult division, but 
so do the Jets. But it, it's going to be fun. But wrap up here about the Jets. Don't be surprised if Aaron Rodgers don't get his second. I'm just saying. You think so? I can see him getting his second and walking out the door. Well, let's let's break it down for a second before we get away from the Jets. I mean, let's realistically look at what they're going to have to go through to get there. Okay? They're going to have to... When, when you look at that division, when you look at the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Jets, for one team to, to get that one seed, right, which is hard enough as it is, they got to sweep their division. you got to sweep either the Bills and the Dolphins, the Jets happen. and the Dolphins, the Jets and the Bills. It's not going to happen. All of the teams in the AFC East and the AFC West will have multiple losses in their division. It's impossible to run that gun. It's impossible in the course of one season to go up to Buffalo, down to Miami, up to Foxborough, and then go to, go to the Jets and win all four of those games. None of the four teams in that division can do it. Right. They're all fantastic. Well, New England's a good team. Those three are really, really good football. It's impossible. It's not going to happen. So then you, you look at when you get deeper into the playoffs, you're going to be seeing teams. And these are just my predictions, teams from the AFC that should be there. You're going to be seeing Cincinnati. You're going to be seeing Kansas City. You're going to be seeing Jacksonville, which is not a team. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say Jacksonville's it Jacksonville's right going to host the playoff game this year. I agree. And don't be surprised if Jacksonville's not in the AFC championship. The, the Jets are your team right now that you're saying could go all the way. I'm riding no, that Jacksonville now, train. Now, let me say this. I'm saying J- the Jets can be that good. I'm not saying they're going to be. Okay, and the reason I say that, Joe Burrow is. I feel like I feel like I have such a crush on that guy. Like he can do no wrong to me. He, he I mean, anything he does, I'm gonna be like he's the man. And I mean, even when he messed his calf up, it's like man, he looked good. Don't he it? looked great. I, I, yeah, see, yeah. it's like oh man, that's terrible. But he's got a great ass. Yeah, good package. Uh, I mean, good yeah. bulge. Yeah, yeah, yeah great, great bulge. bulge. <laughs> Best part of waking up is bulges. <laughs> <laughs> everything that guy does, I like, and and I'm telling you, I'm I'm, te- I'm, t- I'm telling everybody, I'm making it known right now. Joe Burrow is your MVP. Joe Burrow is your Super Bowl MVP. Joe Burrow is the Super Bowl winner, bringing it back to the great city, the d- dirty Cincinnati. That's what I'm talking about. God, I don't miss being up He's there. that good. Jamar Chase is that good. Joe Mixon's good. T. Higgins is phenomenal. Evan McPherson is the best, well, the second best kicker in football. They got everything going for them. As long as they stay healthy, that's my pick to win the Super Bowl. They're that good. And see, we was talking about Travis Kelsey earlier, and we get into the Chiefs now. It's like, how can you put them ahead of the Chiefs after what Patrick Mahomes done? Patrick Mahomes is a Hall of Famer right now. If he retired today and never took another snap, he's a Hall of Famer. Andy Reid is one of the best coaches to ever do it. No doubt. At some point, somebody besides Travis Kelsey is going to have to catch the football. You're right. You're right. And this is a little uh, – we need a little bell right here. Ding, 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 ding. Fantasy alert. Fantasy alert. Uh, just look out for Justin Ross. That's all I'm going to say. Justin Look Ross. out for Justin Ross. The what about, dude uh, is built like a machine. That's who else besides Travis Kelsey has had that size? Exactly. Who else has been that big of a target for Patrick Mahomes ever since Patrick Mahomes has been in the league? Well, right. I mean, you had um, Juju went to the, the 
Patriots, right? Yes. Helped that offense out a lot. All the touchdown in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Well, right. played a big role Where, in the Super Bowl. The yeah, and then he got the shit knocked out yeah. of it, remember? <laughs> well, I mean, Jerry's Tony. Going to be a fantasy alert. Ding, 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 ding. No. Okay. No, but you got to admit having that type of dynamic player, we've seen it. We've seen the little crazy shit that they could do with Kadarius Tony at the end of the year. When you have Andy Reid running this team, what he is capable of coming up with, nobody knows. Nobody knows what Andy Reid can come it, up I, I've with. I've told you this, and you watch it. For anybody listening, watch it. Watch the first what. 15, 20 plays are scripted. Mm-hmm. After that, that's just shit he comes up off the top of his head. And, you know, after watching Quarterback, if you haven't watched Quarterback on Netflix, go watch it. It's fantastic if you're a football fan. But after watching Quarterback, you know, a lot of that shit Patrick Mahomes comes up with, too. He's Patrick Mahomes is that good. Andy Reid is that good. But at some point, when you're playing teams that are as stacked as the Bengals are, as the Chargers are, Dolphins are, the Jets are, as the Bills are. I mean, look at Oakland or Vegas. I mean, see, I still do this <laughs> to this day. I always do. Look at the Raiders. Look at how good they are with Josh Jacobs. That's that's a question. But look at how good the look at how good the AFC is. Even take take the Steelers. They're a good football team. They have talent everywhere on that team. The AFC is, is unbelievable. And for for people to just say Kansas City's going to walk away with it again, no, I'm sorry. They're not. I, I agree. I think there's – The road to the Super Bowl for the Eagles is much easier. Oh, way easier. They basically got to get through the 49ers who don't know – who don't have a quarterback. Right. That – you want to get in? You want to? You want to talk about the cow? I'm not done talking about the Chiefs yet. We'll get into the Cowboys in a minute. Don't you worry, Cowboys Always fans. Do. We're coming. It always comes around. What I'm saying is having a. I don't want to say Calvin Johnson because it's not fair, but having a big target, having a Julio Jones-sized target for Patrick Mahomes that can stretch the field and go. He's like Terrell Owens. Watching the kid, he's like a faster T.O. The way that he's built, Justin Ross. This is high, high praise. All I'm saying, watch out for the kid. With Patrick Mahomes at quarterback having that size, we've never seen it before. I'm going to tell you another problem with the Chiefs. At some point, you're going to have to say, we've got that. A prime example of what I'm trying to say is the fact that Bill Belichick could pull some dude working at Starbucks off, you know, a couple weeks before the season started, and he'd be a Pro Bowl left tackle. Well, Andy Reid's kind of done that. They've drafted some guys that hasn't worked out. Eric Fisher, right, didn't work out. But at some point, it's going to have to be our offensive line has to give these guys some time. What good is having speed on the outside if you don't have time to throw the football? And I know Mahomes is the captain of the improvisation, but still, they couldn't be. Remember what Tampa Bay done to them. All I'm saying is that I don't think it's going to be that easy for Blue's the Chiefs Orlando to get back. Brown Jr. was huge. That that, that was, hurt I the Chiefs bad. I and, couldn't either. The way that he played, 
all the way through the Super Bowl. He was one of the best linemen in the league last I year. I couldn't believe it. Be an organization that has been as well ran as they have been since what, 2012. They've only lost. They've only they've, they haven't had a losing season since. Then. And they were terrible then. That was fun to watch though with Jamal Charles. Yes, back it in was. The day, when Alex Smith was dealing, man, Alex, he was one of the best in the league when he was dealing. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. You'll be willing when Alex Smith is dealing. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, let's move Let's move to um, the south side of the AFC and talk about some of these teams coming up. Specifically, I want to talk about the Texans and what they were able to do in the draft. And just give me a little rundown of, of how you see these, you know, C.J. Stroud, these guys that are in this offense. They've got a solid running game with Damian Pierce. They did lose Brandon Cooks. Uh, John Matthew should be back this year. Um, so g- give me a little rundown of where you see the, the lower-end teams of the AFC. Who, who's going who's gonna to get better? The Colts, what's going on there? Give me a little rundown of that. Well, I mean – I agree with what you're saying about the, the the Texans, and I think they're going to be good. I think there's a lot of excitement there, but let's temper our expectations, okay? This is a new offense, a new team, new system, new culture, new everything, and that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. And C.J. Stroud is going to struggle. He's going to turn the football over. He's going to hold on to the ball too long. He's going to do all those things that that these young quarterbacks do. But if the Texans can realistically get to five or six wins, maybe maybe four, maybe five, and you want them to you want them to be right there at the the top of the draft again next year, I think you're looking at a team that's headed in the right direction. I, I like D'Amico Ryan's a lot. I thought he was the best co- head coach candidate that there was last year outside of Sean Payton. But, I mean, I, I like it. I like where they're going. I think there's going to be some excitement down there. A little bit of a controversy with who should wear those Oilers jerseys. Did you see that? I've seen a thing that says that they should play on a Thursday night game, and the winner of the Thursday night game gets the throwback jerseys. <laughs> okay, a little bit of a side note here. The Titans were a team that moved from Houston. Yeah, they, The Texans they, were an expansion team. In 99. Yeah, so yes. – it is the it, it is, is the, the, t- titans. the titans it yeah. is the titans uniforms yeah. let's just let's just clear the air yeah and right. they are fucking sweet awesome. this is the best year for uniforms i yeah, can remember is. in a long time the kelly green eagles yeah. uniforms uh denver did you see denver's the denver? throwbacks did you see uh, the white denver helmets yes oh yeah with the orange stripe oh, on them but i got to say maybe i'm stupid but my favorite uniform is the creamsicle, creamsicle the Buccaneers creamsicle, man. Those things are sweet. Well, uh, in, in the NFC South, or the AFC South, I'm, I'm, I'm Jaguars win that division, no doubt about it. Easily win that division. Colts are imploding right now. Bad. It's bad. It, and you fired Frank Reich last year, and I told you I thought that was premature, and I think that as bad as it, as bad as I hate to bring this up, that team was the best when Bill Polian ran it. Jim Irsay was there, Shorey on the team, but Bill Polian ran that team. Bill Polian's a genius. They won their Super Bowls because of Bill Polian. Bill Polian leaves. It's Jim Irsay's go. 
what all's happened since then. The Andrew Luck thing wasn't his fault. Maybe not drafting an offensive line or getting an offensive line of free agency to protect him was Ursay's fault. But this team's not going to be good until Ursay's gone, until Ursay sells this thing. That's my opinion. I think, um, and I want to tread lightly here because I know Jim Ursay has a history. I think Jim Ursay sucking back on Grandpa's <laughs> golf mats. I, I think Jim Ursay means well, and I think Jim Ursay's main focus, which should be his main focus, but Jim Ursay's main focus is what's best for the league. Oh yeah, well, all the stuff that's happened, you can really it goes back to Ursay. All the stuff that's happened, the controversies that have been there. The letdowns. Have they been. also had how many years of Peyton Manning, though, in and out of the playoffs every year? They just couldn't get past the Patriots. But that's Bill Polian. That so, was Bill Polian. Yeah. That wasn't that. It's so easy to forget some of these guys that that really make these teams great. And he he was one of them. He made he made them done all this. He's a genius when it comes to football. You know what I'm talking. Right? Yeah, I mean, you hear that guy talk. He knows his stuff, and they've went downhill since then. And this thing, I don't necessarily fault Ursay for not giving JT sixteen million dollars a year. I wouldn't give him sixteen. Million. No, but I could see the conversation going. I want sixteen million a year. Well, fuck you. You ain't getting sixteen million a year. Right. Not. Let's see what we can do to keep you on the field. I can't give you 16, but what could I give you? I don't see him being that guy. Right. And you have to be a bit, because it's a business, you have to be a businessman and be willing to listen to the people that work for you. And you remember all this stuff, they, Carson Wentz, remember all the problems with Derry, or uh, Shaq Leonard, right? Yeah, well, he's, talking about how bad this, I think that was him talking about Ursay. They you know, didn't want Carson again this year. They wanted Carson Wentz. Got rid of Carson Wentz. They brought in Phillip Rivers. Didn't work out. You know, I mean, it's it's just been one thing consistently after the other. And, I mean, I, I hate to break it to you Colts fans, because I know we got a lot around here, because, you know, Peyton Manning. Right. Here. But I, I'm just, it's not good. It's not looking it's, good it's at all. Good. It's not looking good. And another team in that AFC South then. <laughs> For some reason, why is there this feeling of of the sh- the ship is se- is sinking in Tennessee? The ship, you know what I'm going to say. When did I call you and tell you this was <laughs> over in Tennessee? When AJ Brown got shipped to Philadelphia, I was in Sacramento, California, when that happened, and I called you immediately. I said they're done. Yeah, they're done, and they've tried. They've brought. They brought Father Time in there, DeAndre Hopkins. And, I mean, the dude, did you see Okay, this? okay, I want to take a step back for a minute. I understand DeAndre Hopkins is old. He's not A.J. He, He's he not A.J. Brown. He's, He's not, not A.J. Brown. Brown. There's no not question anymore. about it. But everybody's acting like DeAndre Hopkins is coming in as this 40-year-old wide receiver that you back in the day used to be top five in his – I'm sorry – if DeAndre Hopkins is healthy and DeAndre Hopkins is, is playing, 
DeAndre Hopkins is a top ten wide receiver in this league. With Ryan Tannehill? With Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. You think he's like, I'm telling you. Ryan Tannehill's never produced a top ten wide out in his career. That's with He AJ only Brown. had A.J. Brown for two years. Okay. Still. With a team that was nobody around him. And they made the playoffs. He had Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown. Okay? I'm not saying Tennessee's going to be good. Are you, are you willing to say – that Kirk, Cousins, Kirk, Cousins produces, Kirk say, Cousins produces a thousand it, yard receivers. Are you telling me that? And, okay. Hold on. How many one, times one have thing, you said? One thing at a hold time. Hold on. One thing at a no, time. No, me first. One thing at Let a me time. Talk. No, Let you me speak. Let, can I speak? Let me speak. Can I speak? <laughs> Fine, go. How many times have you told me Kirk Cousins <laughs> and Ryan Tannehill are the same quarterback? I've said to you that Kirk Cousins is a really good quarterback. Okay. Win in the in the regular season, he cannot win the big games. Okay, Ryan Tannehill is just a more athletic version of Kirk Cousins. That doesn't produce. Are you what I was getting at? Are you willing to say that DeAndre Hopkins coming in there is going to make that big of a difference? What's the difference besides being able to run the ball between Ryan Tannehill and Kyler Murray? Be honest. What did DeAndre Hopkins do in Arizona? When he was healthy, he was one of the best receivers in the NFL. Oh, How many? Do you want me to go back and look at the game logs? Because I will. I'll go back and look at the game logs right now. I'll pull them up. Hold on. Are you really going to sit there and say that at this point in time, Austin Stanley would take Ryan Tannehill over your boy out there, your little Kyler Murray? Are you really going to sit there and say it's, that? It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty close for me, honestly. Uh, the okay, so he played um, last year. He played nine games. Let's see if we can pull it up here. Game log, twenty twenty two. He played nine games last year. Hundred and three yards, hundred and fifty nine yards, ninety eight yards, ninety one yards, eighty seven yards, seventy nine yards, sixty yards, and thirty six yards. Okay. In nine games. Do you not see what's the trend there? It's going down. You know why? Because of his age. Understood. If this was DeAndre Hopkins in his prime when he I'm was I'm not saying Houston, he has to be DeAndre Hopkins in his prime. But DeAndre Hopkins in his prime is the best receiver in this league right now. Oh, my above, God. Above no, Justin no, Jefferson. No, above not. Jamar Chase. Above Devontae Adams. At yes, he best, is. At his best, he wasn't better than those guys. You're crazy. At his best. At his best. In Houston, with nobody around leading the are league you, in are yards. Are you really saying that you would take DeAndre Hopkins over Justin Jefferson? DeAndre Hopkins in his prime. Or in Justin his, Jefferson just DeAndre in his Hopkins prime. in his prime or Justin Jefferson right now? God, probably Justin Jefferson. Uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> you, uh, tell me I'm wrong. You wouldn't, DeAndre, take, the, you wouldn't take him over. How many years? De, you wouldn't take him over Devontae Adams. Yes, I would. No, you would. Yes, I would. I'd take him over nobody, Jamar Chase. <laughs> nobody, including DeAndre Hopkins, has had more touchdowns than Devontae Adams. Nobody. No, I'm just kidding. Devontae Adams, I would take. But aside from those two, there's no, there's not a receiver in this league. Admit it. Admit to me that five years ago. We were saying DeAndre Hopkins is the best wide receiver in the NFL. Five years ago? Yes. That's when Calvin Johnson was in the league. No, we were never admitting. Five years ago? In 2018, Calvin Johnson was yes, not in the was. NFL. When did he retire? 
He retired after Luke Keekley did, did he not? I don't think so. He's not eligible for the Hall of Fame, and you're eligible for the Hall of Fame in five years. I'm pretty sure he's already been in the Hall of Fame. Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson retired after the 2015 season. Shit, I'm old. Man. So yeah, you are old. Five years ago. Okay, five years. Ago. DeAndre, 2018. Well, let's think. Let's think about this. No, let's let's really think about this. Five years ago, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. They beat Philadelphia that year. Okay. Julio Jones was in the NFL still. So you'd take DeAndre over Julio. Absolutely. You're a damn fool. DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre is Hopkins great. has never had a quarterback ever. You so you're saying Sean Watson wasn't good back then? What, That's for what the, the two Sean years Watson that he played? For the two the first, we gotta look this up. You're crazy. You're insane. You don't. <laughs> oh, you are insane. All right. When did Deshaun Watson get drafted? 2016. I believe. Deion, uh, Deshaun Watson. De- uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson got drafted in 2017. When did DeAndre Hopkins get traded to the Cardinals? 2020. Bill O'Brien. Bill he got O'Brien. traded in 2020. Okay. So did did Deshaun Watson start his rookie year? I believe he did. So you had a rookie Deshaun Watson. Okay. Then you had a second year Deshaun Watson, and then he gets traded for Doug. Doug uh, was it? Was it Doug? Uh, who was it? Who was it? He got traded for. He got traded for the running back. Yeah, yeah, from Arizona. Anyways, for basically a bag of Lay's potatoes. So, you had a rookie Deshaun Watson. What has Deshaun Watson done in this? He's made it to the playoffs a couple times. Couldn't He's win. Got his old up. But I mean, other than that, all I'm saying to you. And this is where this conversation went off the rails. DeAndre Hopkins does not make that much difference in Tennessee at this point in time. He probably does. He will make have... more of a difference than when they brought Julio in last year. Yeah, I give him that. He's Julio was much older and had he's, much more wear on. He lost. He's lost a step or two. There's no doubt about it. But who else did they have to throw the ball to? Traylon Burks, we well, don't know nothing about Who else does Tennessee it. have to throw the ball to right now? That's what I'm saying. That's why DeAndre Hopkins but makes Tennessee gonna, a better that's team. That's not going to trend. No, it's not. It's, yes, not, it it's still Derrick Henry's team. They're not. It's not going to translate into more wins. But it makes them a better team. Okay. Sure, Austin. Thank you. Sure. DeAndre Hopkins makes Tennessee a better offense. Okay. Well, then why don't you draft him first in fantasy? Let's put our money where our mouth is. I'll draft him seventh round. Would you take T. Higgins over DeAndre Hopkins? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So let's say he has less impact on the game than T. Higgins. But we weren't talking about DeAndre Hopkins. We were talking about DeAndre Hopkins in his prime. And right now, there's a lot of receivers I take over DeAndre Hopkins. But DeAndre Hopkins coming onto a team who their number one wide receiver was a rookie coming off of an injury from Arkansas makes that offense better. Tell me I'm wrong because you're crazy if you think I'm wrong. It doesn't make them that much better. They got a lot of problems. They do have a lot of problems. And I'm sorry, Derrick Henry. I just traded Derrick Henry in our league. Derrick Henry is going to – it has to happen, right? It has to happen. Derrick Henry has to take a step back. It has to happen. He's had over 1,000 touches in three seasons. Do you agree? 
No, I, I agree. I think that Vrabel is unhappy. I think that I think that they're more concerned in Nashville about getting this new stadium than they are the quality of team that they're putting out there. I don't think he wanted to draft uh, Malik Willis. I think that that was forced on him. Because you saw a lot of the stuff that happened in the preseason last year with him telling you run the fucking football, your ass is going on the bench. He ran the football and he got benched. Right. I don't think that's Mike Vrabel's game. And I think that, yeah, he wanted, you know, he has ties with DeAndre Hopkins. Absolutely he does. But if you're in Nashville and you're thinking, oh my God, we got DeAndre Hopkins, we're going to the Super Bowl. Let's That's just not tone what it. I'm Let's saying. just tone you're it down. You're twisting my words, making me sound like a psycho. Just like my wife. I don't even think the Titans are going to make the playoffs. Okay, but I I am willing to concede that it makes them a little bit better of a team, but it's not going to make that much difference. I never said it would. Then what the fuck are we arguing about? You telling me that I'm crazy for thinking DeAndre Hopkins? At- you're crazy for thinking that DeAndre Hopkins has ever been the best wide receiver in the NFL. And he's great, but he's never been the best wide receiver in the NFL. Do you want me to look it up? Yeah. Let's let's look up. Let's just let's just look it up. Let's just look up. Let's say from what years? Let's say from 2017 to 2020, the years that he was in Houston. Let's see who led the you NFL. You realize that now? No. Would you agree that since Devontae's been in the league, the best two wide receivers have been Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson? Let's see. So I know I, 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 I agree a hundred percent. I agree a hundred percent. But I I'm I remember a time when DeAndre Hopkins okay, let's look right here. Twenty seventeen. And there's somebody we're forgetting about as crazy as he is Antonio Brown. DeAndre Hopkins was in twenty seventeen third in the NFL. That's about where he's at. I mean he's been really, really good. Let's look at 2018. 2018. It's hot in this studio. It is hot in here. From the years 2017 until 2020, okay, or since 2017 to right now, the top three Receiving leaders in the NFL. Tyreek Hill at number one, DeAndre Hopkins at number two, Travis Kelsey at number three. There's your top three. 7,711 yards since 2017. Which one Which one is the only one that hadn't won the Super Bowl? Where, how was he ever supposed to win a Super Bowl playing for the Texans and what's the Cardinals? The, what's, the, what's the end result here? Okay. Either, Name either, one wide receiver either you have besides be, Jerry Rice, who is the sole reason their team ever won a Super Bowl. Either you have to be the best or you have to win the Super Bowl. He's never done either of those things. Was Tyreek Hill the reason the Chiefs won the Super Bowl? A big, big part of it. Absolutely he was. I can agree with Travis Kelsey. Okay, and you know I love Tyreek Hill, but what I'm saying was when has there ever been a wide receiver that you said, that guy is Justin Jefferson going to be the reason. Will Will the Vikings ever win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins? Is oh, Justin Jefferson is, good is enough? He is unequivocally the best wideout in football. There's nobody that's on his level right now. Nobody. You're 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 insane. You are insane right now. Who is on Justin Jefferson? Who's on Justin Jefferson's level right now? 
No, uh, Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase. That's it. That's it. And Justin Jefferson, they're, they are a little below. I'm saying there's two names in the NFL right now that you even compare to Justin Jefferson. It's Jamar Chase and Devontae. Uh, three, Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, and Devontae Adams. What about Cooper I'm not buying the hype. I don't see it happening again. I just don't see it happening again. I feel like that might be the worst team in the NFL. Let's get away from DeAndre Hopkins for a minute because you're not going to admit that I'm right. Let us know, all you people out there listening to this, let us know what you think. Was it, was it, has DeAndre Hopkins ever been at any time in his career the best wide receiver in the NFL? And that, that means... Would you take him over everybody else in the league at any given time? Would you take him over A.B.? Yeah. Well, that's probably because of all the off-field <laughs> stuff. I've seen Antonio Brown's dick a little too many times, okay? <laughs> okay, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that. Let's move on. Let's go to the NFC. We, we, you got the birds up in Philly. Ha, ha, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly, whatever. Fuck you, Jesse. <laughs> no. So, I mean, aside from the Eagles and the 49ers, teams that we've already talked about, well, the, give me some NFC teams that you're looking that could, you know, be there. Because I don't know. Because it's, it's, it's very scarce over there. Uh, it's time, Times is tough in the NFC. It is. Uh, I mean – Well, I guess let's just start out in the West. I mean, I told you the other day, I'm not sold on any of the quarterbacks in San Fran. I'm not. You prove it to me, Purdy can prove it to me again, and I'm sure Matthew's hoping for that majorly. He's got a lot invested in that guy. Yeah, he does. Uh, but and and I'm I wouldn't care. I mean, if he does, it's great. If he's the guy. That's great. I'm not sold on Trey Lance, and we know what Sam Darnold. And the stories coming out of training camp about Trey Lance are detrimental to his career. So that trade was horrible, horrible for the Hornets. Great for us, terrible yeah. for San Francisco. Okay, the other birds, the Seahawks. You look at that team, there's a lot to like. Huge question mark there. I like Geno. I do. Can Geno win a Super Bowl? As talented as they are everywhere, that's a great wide-out group, great group of running backs. I mean, they're all hurt. Have you seen the news today? Kenneth no. Walker might not be ready for the start of the season. The rookie, Zach Charbonnet, that was so good that they drafted, out in, out indefinitely. Um, that, that backfield that took hurt. a huge hit. Yeah. That hurt. Uh, I mean, and Arizona could be one of the worst. I agree. Um, but there's – you look at the NFC South. Gage is a new Carolina Panthers fan. And you want to get into these young quarterbacks. I think Bryce Young is more prepared to be successful in the league than C.J. Stroud is at this point. Obviously, Anthony Richardson. Will Levis, I think Bryce Young is ready to go. You, you let him get in there. You let him make his mistakes. Frank Reich's going to be in his ear coaching him up. It's going to be good for him. There's just not a lot of talent on that team. Sad, but true. Got rid of their wide receiver one. Um, so who's he going to throw the ball to? Yeah. You know? They got rid of Christian McCaffrey. Got rid of Christian McCaffrey. So it's 
it's you know let's let's they're see rebuilt. let's see they're, 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 they're in a rebuild let's no see where it goes okay now let's get into some more interesting stuff I'm gonna throw out some I'm gonna throw out some teams and I want you to tell me which one of these teams is the best okay Detroit Lions Green Bay Packers Dallas Cowboys New York Giants. I want to be honest with you. Um, I don't. I don't like the division they're in. But if you ask me right now, based off of what I've seen in the last seven games of last season, it's the Giants. Um, I, I, I I'm going to hold Dallas off until we get to the end of this conversation because we got to get to that. But. I like Detroit. I think Detroit will improve from what they done last year. I think Detroit could be in the playoffs this year. Detroit will win that division. I, I think um, I I have a little bit of hope for Jordan Love uh, and the Packers. Uh, I kind of want to see the guy do good. I kind of want to see it happen like, like we were talking the other day. If Jordan Love comes in and he's going to be the quarterback for the next 15 years, it's going to be insane. It's that's never been done before. Sixty years with three quarterbacks. Yeah. So I'm a little hopeful for Jordan Love, but if you, it, just off the top of my head, based off of what I've seen in in the latter half of last season, the best out of those teams is the Giants. I, I can I can agree with that, and I'm I'm pretty high on the lines right now. I watched them a lot last year, actually. They were fun to watch. They were fun to watch. Uh, let me ring that fantasy bell. Ding 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 ding. Monroe St. Brown. The sun god. You've seen all the stuff coming out. How good he's looked. And the big argument that I've seen in a lot of fantasy groups right now is who is the better wife? C.D. Lamb or Monroe St. Brown? Are you asking me? I'm asking you. Let's get into another <laughs> argument. This is, this is a tough one. Um, I honestly don't know which way you're going to go here because I know you love both of these guys. But for the situations that they're in, and you're you're going to be like, oh, you were saying this last year. You were saying this about Jared Go ahead. Goff Go last ahead. Year. Go no, ahead. No, 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 no. You no, were right. You were right. You were right. Well, you were right. Jared Goff played way past what I thought he was going to do. So as of right now, until Dak Prescott proves to me that he can be a quarterback in this league, I'm taking Amon Ra St. Brown over C.D. Lamb, and it's not because I think Amon Ra is better than C.D. Lamb because I, I don't know how you compare those two. But I do know C.D. Lamb has the potential to be a top-five wide receiver in this NFL, and Amon Ra, I believe, will be a top-five wide receiver yeah. in this league. Well, I think the the difference there is the pressure. Nobody expects Jared Goff to do good. Even you, you know you know. Football, you, you, your bar was low Very for low. Jared Goff last year. I saw a guy who was pursuing redemption and who had a coach that made his guys believe in him, made his made his guys be better. And I don't feel that way in Dallas. So I'm a CD guy from when he was when he got drafted. I thought he was phenomenal. Still think he is, but at this point, I, I mean, I think Detroit can really compete in the NFC. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I think all things considered, even losing Jamal Williams 
which is a which is a big hit, but it's a lot of touchdowns. What twenty touchdowns basically last 17, year? Seventeen, I think, is what he had. Yeah. So, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna say that uh, at this point in time, and and God knows, by the end of the season, it could be completely the opposite. I I mean I think Amon Ross poised for a big year. CD Lamb is too, but. You know, let's just let's just. I'm just gonna ride for it with the Monroe right now. I agree. I agree. Do you think uh, that we're actually gonna see something out of the Cowboys this year? I mean, yeah, I know they've been in the playoffs the past couple years, and that's great. That's fantastic. But when you're gonna win a playoff game, when is Dak Prescott gonna be the guy that's? He's making a whole lot of money. He's making a whole lot of money. Um, and and go ahead and start us off by reminding us that the whole problem in Dallas <laughs> is Mike McCarthy. I'm like a broken record. Aren't <laughs> well, when will they listen to me? <laughs> you people. I don't mean you people. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I didn't mean it like that. I meant you, you NFL people. <laughs> I mean... It's the truth, man. You know that you, you make fun, but you know I'm right. No, you're right. You know I'm right. That team is ungodly talented. Even without Zeke. Zeke's not been the guy for a couple years now. Amari Cooper's gone. Okay. I mean, Zach just... Why is he not better? I don't get it. I don't either. I don't understand. It's... it's <laughs> It doesn't click up here. It doesn't compute. Like. It doesn't. It, it's like, it's like, it, it's almost very similar to Kirk Cousins, isn't it? Can play his heart out it's in the regular season. It's very similar to Kirk Cousins. But just can't win the big game. And when he's on a roll, he gets hurt. Yeah. I mean. I mean Every single time, yeah. I, I just, you know, we have been, I don't think any of us have come right out and said Tony Pollard's better. But we've all kind of thought it at different times. That why isn't Tony Pollard starting? Yeah. I mean, that offensive line, great. One of the best in the league. Look at that defense. One of the best and, in the league. I mean, wait, wait, let's think about it. They have the best facilities in the league. One of the wealthiest owners in the league. One of the, the wealthiest owners in the, the biggest fan base. It's America's team. What, what's, what's wrong here? What's wrong? It's that fat fuck that you got with the headset on. Get him out. Get him out. You you didn't, and maybe Sean Payton didn't want to go, but I'm sitting here. I don't even fucking like the Cowboys. I'm like, go get Sean Payton. Go get Sean Payton. Go get. How many times did yeah. I say it? They didn't do it. They would be Super Bowl favorites if Sean Payton was the coach there. And how bad is it going to hurt that offense that Kellen Moore is going? How how much of a step back is Dak Prescott gonna take? I'm I'm not gonna say he's gonna take a step back, but I don't see him improving. I'll say that. I don't see him getting better. I think Kellen Moore was the only thing holding that team together. Kellen Moore was the sole Kellen Moore should have gotten a head coaching job, in my opinion. Yeah. But he improved I'm gonna say Jerry Jones didn't step out of his way to help that happen either. That's just my opinion. But it's it's gonna be it's gonna be let me just go ahead and break it down for you how this is gonna go. All the hypes there. 
We got Brandon Cooks now. Oh, man, we rock. We roll. We ready to go. Them boys. Michael Irvin's going to be spouting some nonsense about how good the fucking Cowboys are. Some cocaine-fueled rant about how good the Cowboys are going to be. They ain't going to be good. They'll be good. They'll win 10 and 11 games. They can't beat the Eagles. Can't beat the Eagles. Might not beat the Giants. Don't even know if they can beat the – can't beat the 49ers. The, the team in Washington. I don't know what they're going to be called Whatever. now. They should be the Magic Johnsons. <laughs> the Washington Magic Johnsons. Just a big dick as their logo. <laughs> no, I, I don't Ever know. Ever eaten at Magic Johnson's house? And he's like, man, I poured my blood into my blood, oh, sweat, and tears. No. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> scarier than that time I got bit by a mosquito at Magic Johnson's house. Uh, no, I hate it for you Cowboys fans because you ever been on Facebook or on some social media and you see some dumb broad on there like complaining all the time and you're just like, man, I wish some dude would treat her good so she would shut the fuck yeah. up. It's like, man, I wish Dallas would do something so they would shut the fuck up. Do you know what would happen? Do you, okay, do you remember what I said would happen if the Eagles won the Super Bowl last year? The entire East Coast would still be charred, okay? (laughs) I'm talking from Maine to Miami would have been on fire. If the Cowboys... Except for the Rockies there. Yeah. yeah. If the Cowboys and the Doug Peterson statue... (laughs) If the Cowboys ever win the Super Bowl again in our lifetime, I might have to stop watching football. (laughs) The fans are that bad. They're that bad. I've seen people saying that Brandon Cooks is the reason the Cowboys will win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, you got to have hope. You got to have hope. Hope is a dangerous thing, though. Yes, it is. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm very excited. You can live in fear, maybe, but you can't live without hope. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Well, give me your top five picks in a PPR redraft league. Let's get into a little bit of fantasy, and let's get the fuck up out of this bitch. My top five redraft. I'm rolling with JJ at one. We all know it. Yeah. I mean, the production alone and everything I've heard out of the camp so far is he's better right now than he was this time last year, and that is scary. You know, that that is scary. In that quarterback show, they, the catch and in the playoffs. Yeah. It's the craziest catch I've ever seen in my life. They talk about that. And I don't know. I, I've never seen. That's that's the craziest catch I may have ever seen in my life, honestly. Was it better than the Odell catch? It was up there. I don't think it had as much of an impact on the league. Well, they they as, lost that game. They ended up losing that game. I don't think it had as much of an impact, but it was an unreal catch. It was insane. It was crazy. I, I don't know. I, I agree. I've got I got J.J. at one, uh, best wide receiver in the league. At two, I mean, I think it has to be Christian McCaffrey, just as dynamic as he is, and Kyle Shanahan is like the Zen master. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. He's the only player in the league that you can get a rushing touchdown, a receiving touchdown, and a passing touchdown from. <laughs> that is true. Him and Debo, they're all yeah, on the same team. Yeah. Uh, and so I think it's we're probably the same. I think the threes where we might differ a little. 
I got to go Austin Eckler at three. And the reason I say that is because I don't think Mike Williams or Keenan Allen can stay healthy for a whole year. And so that's going to really for who, whichever one of them's out is going to force Austin Eckler to have to make a lot of catches. And that's when he's at his best. Right. And Austin Eckler is one of those dudes you look at him, he's like, man, he's a fucking tank. Right. Ain't he? I mean, but he's, he's, he's the new muscle hands. He is. And I don't think it's going to last forever. I don't think, you know, five years from now we're going to be like, you got to draft, uh, you got to draft Austin Eckler again. Yeah. I don't think that. I think his time's limited and I'm, a, I'm, you know, I own him a fantasy. So, but I, I like Austin Eckler at three. I've got, I've got Jamar Chase at three. And it's the sole reason uh, that I have Justin Jefferson at one um, is the volume. I mean, it's, it's maybe the best receiving core in the NFL. Um, but, I mean, <laughs> if, you can, if you can luck up and get that Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase stack, it would be unbelievable. It would be insane. You had Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown last year. You know how good it can be. Oh, yeah. So that the, the volume alone, he's top three wide receiver in the NFL. I've got Jamar Chase at three. Okay. Uh, for me, at, at four, see, this is where we're going to disagree again. Um I, I'm going I'm going to step out there, and I, I'm going to ta- – I would take Devontae Adams. Uh, that's where I got Austin Eckler going. Yeah, I've got Austin for the same reason you said. He's so dynamic and he's so important he in that does passing so much. game. He does. Yeah, he does so much. You do lose some touchdowns because of the rotation, mm-hmm. and but if you can get by that in the few games that he'll have where he probably doesn't produce at, a, at an extremely high level, you you got a really solid guy. And I mean, he was he was what. Third, he was the number one running back. I think third overall mm-hmm. in the league last year, which is to be to be a running back yeah. in this day and time and produce that much is impressive. Very impressive. And you got to think Justin Herbert's going to be he's got to have a redemption year this year. If he's going to prove that he's worth that contract he got, he has they to gotta, play. He's got to be. A how guy hard this year. is it going to be to get over that last game? Though? Yeah, yeah. For well, everybody involved, we talked about this late in the year last year and I'm sticking to it. I think the Chargers will struggle until they get rid of Brandon Staley. Uh, that kind of analytical approach to the game. It works sometimes. Sometimes. Go to the analytics and see if it works. <laughs> <laughs> Just pull up pull up the data. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they will they will they will be their own worst enemy like they always have been. That's the Chargers thing, right? They're a great football team. They always are until they get to the playoffs. Great offensive line. Probably the best safety in football. J.C. Jackson's fantastic. You know, they've, they've drafted. Uh, they got Joey Bosa and yeah. Khalil Mack. They've got, they've got, I mean, Gerald Everett was a very solid tight end last year. Yes, he was. They've got Mike Williams, huge body. Keenan Allen, one of the best route runners in the NFL. They've, they've, got, a, they've got a great team. There's no doubt about it. Derwin James, unbelievable. Yeah. You know, they're they're, un, they're it's just it's like the same thing, and and I don't believe it's Justin Herbert's fault, like it is Dak Prescott. Yeah. Well, I I agree. It doesn't. It feels like Justin Herbert can win you games. It does. It doesn't really feel that way with Dak. Mm-hmm. And I go back to that a lot. It's like, especially at the quarterback position, it's like who can 
really take that game on their shoulders when it matters. And it feels like Dust or feels like um, Dustin Herbert can do that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. At five, at five, that's probably where I I would I could put Jamar Chase or Tyreek here at five and be happy with either one. Um, two is not throwing any incomplete passes at all in training camp. So, and you've got to feel that they're they're ready. There was a learning curve with Tyreek's speed and the way Tua likes to play, and I feel like that's going to be they're going to be ready to go. Tua's in mid-season form right now. Let's just rock and He's roll. Huge, but yeah, yeah, he is huge, <laughs> huge. And then Jamar Chase, you talked you talked about him already. I mean that that connection with Joe Burrow, they love each other, they play for each other. He's got a great cast group of guys around him. I mean, I think you would roll with either of those guys at this point, and you, you can't go wrong. I agree. And I, I've got it the same. It's just Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Whichever pick you make right there, you you can't go wrong. You really can't. It's two of the best guys in the league. No doubt about it. Fantasy is just around the corner. we got our draft coming up in less than 30 days. I'm super excited about that. We're going to try to uh, try to do a little more coverage of our fantasy league uh, for you know the community we need this to get year. Matthew engaged back on. We do. We uh, we're going to be ramping back up as the season you know gets closer and closer. We're just a few Saturdays away from college football kicking off. Uh, game day opening weekend is in Charlotte for North Carolina South Carolina game. Um, might have to take a trip down there visit game day. And I, I don't even care to go to the game. I mean it'd be cool to watch Drake May, but I just want to go see I'm, Pat and see uh, Herbie. Uh, Corso. Is he going to be doing it this year? I hope. I, I, I it's not going to be the same. It's College not be the same won't be when, the when same. he's gone. Man, it's it's going to be sad. It's going to be sad. We appreciate you guys tuning back in. Make sure to keep up with us. Uh, check us out on YouTube if you're into trading cards, collectibles, Matthew's foul language doing rips. Some fantastic things. Matthew's doing incredible on the YouTube. Check us out on Instagram. Uh, you can find us at Foul Language. Make sure to follow us on Facebook. That's where we post most of these episodes. Um, we appreciate you coming back, and uh, we'll be back next week. Appreciate you being here, Al. Peace. Word.